0: Hi everybody, Steve DeLaviaga, Sales Excellence Podcast. It is Monday, bright and early. Uh, I'm going to talk a bit about AI today. Now, not AI as you've heard it, not artificial intelligence, adversity intelligence is what my AI is going to talk about. Because more and more I see successful people, women, men, mothers, fathers, business owners, leaders, sales executives, etc., their AI adversity intelligence is what generally separates the very, very great from the good or mediocre. And it's one of the things growing up, I worried so much, and I've talked to other parents about this, I worried so much about how we could give our kids that adversity intelligence. Because... We all work so hard for our kids to give them a better life than we had. And I remember growing up and not being able to turn the heat on in our house and being able to blow smoke out of my mouth, which was cold air, having to do that. And that was just how it was. We didn't complain about it. We didn't whine about it. It was just how it was. My mom was a single parent and she was very direct and very honest. Don't turn the heat on. You'll be fine. Put socks and clothes on and you'll be just fine. And we did that. And, you know, she got by on a $27,000 year salary with two people living in Northern California, two boys. And the truth was when we wanted things for money, we had to go earn them. We had paper routes from the time we were 12, 13 years old. We got to be 16. If we wanted money for things, we had to work and save money. And that was how it was. And so when I... When you have children as a parent, you want to give them better and everything else. But the truth is, there's a difference between entitled and spoiled. I will argue being entitled is a terrible, terrible program for kids. It hurts them way more than it ever hurts parents. The reality is, we want to make sure that if we're all going to spoil them. We're going to give them a better life than we had. That's part of what we do. But I will tell you this, make sure you sprinkle in some adversity in their life. I can tell you now that everybody I meet that has a high level of success can remember it. I remember vividly when my parents divorced and the world got very weird, meaning mom scared and crying, mom talking to us more like adults and less like kids, explaining that these things, we were not going to have the money for these things, not going to be able to do these things, don't ask to do these things. And we just learn. And then when you get into business, when I played professional basketball, I can remember my second year. I was the MVP of the league. We were going back for our second season, and our major sponsor pulled out of the team. And the two days before I'm flying with my newly married bride of just two weeks before, the club canceled my contract. So I called my mentor, who's a gentleman named Brian Gorgon, who coaches now in China, but was the had been number one coach in Australia. And I said, what do I do? He said, you got to get over here. Pay for your own flight and get over here. Once you get over here, you can figure it out. And I got over there and I, a new group came in and got involved in the board and bought my team and honored my contract. But I can remember saying at the time, hey, we're going to figure it out. There was no panic or tears or chaos. It was like, get over there. I'd have played for free if I had to to earn my way to what was going to happen. It turned out that next season I got to win the MVP award again and then signed a very good contract. There's never anything great that happens before something unfortunate happens. It's funny. To be great at anything, you have to become really consistent and great at the things you don't like so that you can become great at the thing you're going to want to do. And the reality is when you got into business, I am having so much fun in the business that I've started here. And we've had pivots and U-turns. We've had people say yes, and then the next day say no. But when you get used to it, all it means is you get up off the canvas, brush yourself down, and run right back into the fight, run right back into the fire. So... As you think about AI, ask yourself who around you do you respect, do you have a real fondness for who has handled adversity with intelligence? Is there adversity intelligence, their AI, something you admire and want to be around? I would argue surround yourself with those people, both as peers and as partners, both as people who you work for and who work for you. I will tell you as I talk to, and we're adding clients into our concierge network, and the biggest single thing I look at is when things get tough, will this person just run away? Will this person say, oh, it's not working, I'm out, instead of saying, how do we make this work better? Because when you have someone who has a high level of adversity intelligence, that type of AI is the kind of person who sticks kind of person who partners, the kind of person who says, let's get up off the mat and make this better. I'm in it with you. And I can tell you, as someone who now runs my own business, where every dime I spend is my own, every glass of wine I buy is my own, I'm looking for partners that have surrounded themselves and been through themselves a high level of adversity intelligence. So as you look around and ask yourself um, who you want to work with, work for, be partnered with, Check out their AI, and I don't mean artificial intelligence. I mean adversity intelligence, one of the most important ingredients in life. Thanks, everybody. Make it a great week.